Hello, hello. Thank you for tuning in to a Blissfully Balanced Life podcast. For those of you who are new here, I'm your host, Crystal Ray, and I am a certified health and fitness coach and Reiki healer. And I created this podcast to show you how to live a holistically healthy life while balancing everything else going on. What you can expect on this podcast are tips for your health, food, fitness, spirituality, mindset, motivation, inspiration, as well as experts sharing their knowledge with you. I am so excited to bring this content to you, so let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of a Blissfully Balanced Life podcast. I am so excited, like you guys don't understand, so excited for the guests that I have brought on today. Her name is Anne, and I'm just going to let Anne introduce herself to all of you. Hi, so I'm Anne Heyman, and I'm a holistic health practitioner and a hypnotherapist, among other things. And I'm also kind of an expert on the moon, I'd say, after all of these years of using the moon to manifest. So I'm really glad to be here. Yeah. I love it. So tell us more about using the moon to manifest. How do you do it? I know there's different phases in the moon, but how can somebody really tap into that energy? Okay. So first of all, it's all about awareness and it's all about noticing the moon and we've all been drawn to it, right? If you're listening to this podcast, you've definitely looked up and been like, look at the moon, like every night, right? Like you're just like, wow, like what is going on up there? And so it really just takes awareness and it really takes a little bit of tracking. And so going through and noticing where the moon's at, you know, going outside at the same time every night and being like, okay, where's the moon now, you know, and really noticing what kind of energy you're feeling inside. And so the moon cycle starts with the new moon and it's dark. You're not going to see the moon. And that's because the moon is rising and setting with the sun and you're not going to see it. It's not out at dark time, so at nighttime, so you're not going to even see it. And so at this time, it's really nice to go within because, I mean, you think about it, the dark, you know, like it's kind of like, you know, being alone and you don't really know which way to go. And it kind of like just intuitively you feel called to go within, examine where you're at and look at what's coming up for you and and what what's no longer serving you right? And just, you know, what, where you, where you want to go? Where, what are you desiring? Right. And so it's a really great time to set intentions and intentions are just your desires basically. And so what you're wanting and what you're feeling like called to do, those are like breadcrumbs that are just leading you along this path of being able to manifest what you want. Right. And half the time, people are just throwing things out there. They don't even really know what they want. They're just like kind of just going out there and just doing whatever, right? But if you're focused and you know what you want, you're able to set intentions and then set action steps so that you can put all of your energy, focus all of your energy into manifesting what you want. And then you're able to attract things to you. It's like basically like this time of the moon cycle is all about recalibrating your manifesting magnet, right? So that you can just draw towards you whatever it is that you're desiring. You draw towards you um, opportunities, people, places, things. I mean, you just end up in the right place at the right time when you pay attention, 
right? When you're able to, to notice the synchronicities that are going on around you. So the new moon, it's really important to have some clarity and be able to go within and ask yourself what you really want, right? And so once you come up with an idea of what you're wanting, it's really nice to just sit and, and write about it and get everything out so that you can really, so you really know kind of where you're at, right? And so then as the moon waxes and grows fuller, towards the the full moon which is usually about day 14 15 of the cycle you're noticing that your energy grows as the moon grows so does your energy and so when you go out at night you're seeing the moon right before it sets and you're able to see you know you just see that crescent moon it's almost like a glimmer of hope right it's almost like something's like pulling you you know towards something right so if you have your intentions set you're able to take action now as your energy is growing and you feel more motivated and you feel more social and you're able to you know, maybe push yourself a little bit harder than you would at any other time of the cycle, because you have this energy behind you growing and, and, you know, kind of pulling you towards whatever it is that you're wanting. And so as the moon waxes, making sure that you're setting action steps is really important. So you don't want to look too far ahead, though. That's where anxiety starts to come in, right? We don't know all the steps. All we need to really know is the first three steps in anything. So at the waxing moon, it's really nice to just jot down a couple things that you can do to get yourself closer to manifesting whatever it is that you're intending, right? And so as you get closer to that full moon, the energy that's pulling you towards different situations and, and different people and all those things gets stronger and stronger. And then at the full moon, it's like this illumination happens and you're able to see things in a clearer way than you are at any other time of the cycle. You're able to look back and see how you got there, right? You're able to have appreciation and gratitude for the things that have brought you to wherever you are. And you're able to see what's no longer working. Like you really need to check in at full moon and ask yourself, like, what, what have I, what have I done that I, you know, maybe isn't really that exciting anymore. What, what, you know, when I set my intentions at the new moon, you know, maybe I didn't have a clear enough picture of what it was that I really wanted, but now I'm like really clear. Right. And so it's really nice to go back and check in with those intentions that you set at new moon and decide, you know, is this really serving me? Is this really something I want? Or maybe I've shifted. And so really re like recalibrating that, um, that magnet that we have that's kind of, you know, just pulling things to us is really important at the Newman because it's amplifying your energy. So anything that you're doing at this time is amplified. All of your energy, all of your thoughts, all of your intentions, it's all amplified. So then you're able to take action and you're able to do things that are bringing you closer to whatever it is that you're manifesting, right? And so as the moon um, wanes and it's getting smaller, this is the time to uh, really not push yourself. And, and just it's kind of a receiving time. It's time to sit back and allow the things that you've worked so hard on to come to you right? If you're always pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing, and you're never receiving, like, how is the universe really going to help you? 
So it's really a nice time to step back and open your heart and open your mind and open your hands to being able to receive whatever it is that the universe is bringing to you. And so it's not like you need to like go to bed and just stay in bed for two weeks. That's not what I'm saying, right? I mean, if you feel called to go for it, but really, it's really just time to, to check in more often and not push through resistance as it comes up. Because at this time of the moon cycle, you're going to notice things are coming up and kind of just standing in your way a little bit. And it's, it's the universe saying, like, are you really sure this is what you want? Or, or maybe, um, you know, you're attracting situations that aren't really uh, perfect for, you know, like the making um, what you want to, to come to fruition. And it's a chance to check in again and say, you know, is this really what I want? Am I really able to manifest this thing without so much resistance? And the waxing, or I mean, the waning moon is also a really nice time for self-care. And it's a really good time to check in and and do the things that make us feel good. Raise your vibration, you know, and, and kind of just clear out whatever isn't working. And I like to think of it as the time to weed your garden. And it's time to, you know, go in and clean things up and, you know, get rid of situations that are no longer serving you and, and bring in the things that nurture you. And it's a really nice time to check in with your body and, and honor the information that's coming in. Because if you're always go, 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 when are you going to recharge those batteries so that you can have energy at the new moon cycle again? See, if we don't go through the whole moon cycle and use each phase for what it's good for, or, you know, let it nurture us rather than, you know, push us along, then you're not able to be fully energized for the next moon cycle. That's the beauty of the phases. And so really paying attention to how you feel is important. Charting is the number one thing that I recommend to people who are just starting to use the moon for manifesting. Um, it's, it's a really nice idea to uh, just write down every day, like how you're feeling, just a couple words, you know, keywords, you don't have to write, you know, pages and pages or anything, but starting a morning practice of how do I feel today? What is my energy level? You know, like what am, how am I feeling? How does my body feel? How do I feel emotionally? Checking in with those things can help you to understand how you react to the moon's energy because we're all different, you know, just because the moon maybe, you know, in the waning moon, you're, you know, you're supposed to be resting and you're supposed to be taking care of yourself. Sometimes some of us have energy shifts in that um, phase where we have tons of energy and we, we feel like we can finish all these things up, you know, and like tie up all the loose ends so that when we go into the next moon cycle, we're prepared to have open space for new things to come in, right? So it's a really nice time to finish things up. So if you know when you have those energy bursts, you can plan your life around it. That's why it's so nice with charting because everybody's different, like I said, and we all have our cycles at different times and, you know, we're able to, to understand when we have certain energy flows that are conducive to doing certain things, right? And so when you know when those times are, being able to plan for that can help you to use your energy more efficiently. So you're not wasting your energy and pushing at the time when you usually should be resting. So it's all, it's very, a like, it's a very personal thing. And knowing when your, um, when your energy 
is is highest is really important so that you can plan to use it then right and also um you know the the moon it's not just like the you know this this energy it's not this isn't like new age you know like the moon affects the tides okay it affects the ocean it affects the wind i mean we're mostly water right so it's going to affect you. This is science. This isn't just some airy-fairy thing. This really is affecting you physically, emotionally, energetically. And so if you can tap into this energy, I mean, you can use it to manifest whatever it is that you want. And so it's really important to know uh, when your um, cycle, how it lines up with the moon cycle. So, Thank you so much. That was an amazing description and explanation of what happens. And one question I was thinking about, is it possible for you to have different energy levels with different moon cycles? Oh, it totally is. Each and each uh, moon cycle has its own energy imprint. And so it goes along, I've come up with a moonifest cycle that you can use to work through the full range of of our manifesting powers, right? And so it's really nice because it starts with inspiration and it starts with introspection. And so it goes along throughout the year through the 12 different zodiac and it goes through, because each new moon is in a different sign and it has a different energy imprint. And so if you can harness that, it's, it's a full manifesting process. So it's really, it's a powerful uh, process to, um, be able to harness it. Yeah. Thank you. And so with the different Zodiac signs, is it ever that, you know, like they're kind of similar or this year, 2020 in itself has been, you know, intense and I guess intense. That's the only word I can come up with right now, but you know, is there a reason why the new moon this year in Sagittarius or whatever sign it's going to be in, is different than what it might be in 2021. I guess, you know, if you could give us more insight from the astrology perspective as to what could influence the cycle. Do you know what I mean? Yes. So here's the thing. Usually when we look at the, the first, um, the first new moon of the year, it's traditionally in Aquarius, but this year, we've our first new moon cycle of 2021 is going to be in Capricorn and the energy of Capricorn is all about integration and so it's really going to be a time where we integrate all of the things that we learned in 2020 all of those different lessons that we learned and all the things that we we thought you know we would never get over we would never learn from we're able to take the lessons and find the gift in them and integrate all of this information into who we are because this the last moon cycle of 2020 was very intense and so many energy shifts occurred right and you know, Sagittarius is, is all about amplification. And so this last moon cycle has just been all about us amplifying what we really want 
and also being able to take action on that, but also rededicating ourselves to our practices and to ourselves and to our purpose. And so, you know, you know, we're in the waning moon right now. And, you know, we've got this opportunity right now to really clear away, you know, all of the, the pain and suffering that we went through last year so that we can step up and become our higher selves. And that's what 2021 is really calling to us to do, especially those that are sensitive, those that feel this call to do something big. You know, we've all got this, this intense pull to do something, to, to share, to leave a legacy, to make the world a better place, right? And we, we all have that or else you wouldn't be called to be listening to this right now, right? And so it's, it's really a good time right now to clear away some of the things that are holding us back, some of our limiting beliefs, um, you know, finding the gift and, and going back and looking at what happened in 2020 and allowing ourselves to maybe shift our perception a little bit and, and see the ways that we were forced to grow that maybe we wouldn't have asked for, you know, maybe we didn't want to grow in that way. Maybe we didn't want to go through some painful times, but you know, when we go through painful times, it forces us into change and, you know, we're not going to like jump off into the ocean unless we know something's going to save us. Right. Or we've got something down there to, to help us. Right. And so I think that we've all been feeling like this next year, this year that we're coming into is, is really about us jumping safely into this next phase of things. And, you know, it might not even be conscious, but I know that you've done some work this year and I know that it was painful and maybe the things that, that led you into this growth hurt. And, you know, we've all gone through grief and grief is just a way of our, it's a healing state. Okay. It's not meant for us to stay there forever. And so we've got to take the grief that we've felt and use it to turn our energy into the next phase of things. And, and really, you know, grief is just showing us like, you know, things have changed and, and, and I'm, I'm sad that I, my, that I don't have what I used to have and things are different. Right. And so what we need to do is, is move forward in hope, move forward in trust and know that we went through these painful times to give us knowledge and direction into what's next. It's, it's like a, you know, it's like going through a, a portal and, you know, like when you're born, it's not comfortable. I'm sure it's not comfortable to be born. Right. And so it's kind of like, we're all going through this rebirth and it wasn't really comfortable, but when we come out the other side, we're grateful that we went through it because I mean, obviously we're here now. And so everything that we had to go through this last year has brought us to who we are now. And so being able to use this waning moon to have gratitude, and, and list maybe, you know, the, the top three things that we're so grateful for and, and that, you know, the lessons that we learned and the pain that we went through and, and how it's led us to who we are now. It's really important because, you know, we all have an opportunity right now to step into our higher selves and to step into our purpose. And this all everything that's happened has led us to this moment. 
And so it's, it's our chance to rededicate ourselves to our spiritual practice, to being our higher selves and step up and start taking action as those higher selves and let go of our, our pain and let go of the past so that we can move forward and, and really start to, um, you know, do what we're here to do because the time is now. So on that note, I know so many women or like I've heard this from some of my elders where they're like, I'm still trying to figure out what I'm here to do or what my passion is. How do we know? Like, how do we start following the breadcrumbs? Like, how do we recognize that those are even breadcrumbs? Right, right. That's a huge, huge question. And so I know I've been hearing it too. And so that's why for me, um, I found a tool that's really helped me to figure out what I'm supposed to be doing and what I'm not supposed to be doing. And I found that in human design. And, you know, years ago when I found out about human design, I thought, wow, this is really overwhelming. This is a lot. Like I got my chart and I was like, what is this? Like I had no clue. Okay. No clue whatsoever. And then in the last three, maybe three, four years, I have delved deeper and deeper into the human design um, rabbit hole because <laughs> trust me, you can get caught in there and there's just so much information, you know, and, you know, little by little, I started understanding more and more of what human design is and human design basically is like your energetic blueprint, right? And it's like that chart is just like the visual representation of your higher self and what you're supposed to be doing, right? And why you're here. And so getting a reading for me a couple of years ago was really helpful because it showed me why I'm here. You know, like your incarnation cross is what they talk about. Like, this is your life purpose. And it, it's basically like, it tells you like why you're here and what you're here to do. And so mine is um, the right angle cross of love. And so I'm here basically to love everybody and everything and share that love and support people and be here for people as they step into their hearts. And so, you know, getting a reading was really um, kind of a life changer for me because I, you know, like I, I've done so many different things, you know, like I'm sure as you have, because, you know, over the last couple of years, we've all been called to educate ourselves and, you know, step into all these different roles and learn things and, you know, just to widen our, our sphere of, of who we are and just to grow bigger, right? Because we feel this call to do something big. And, you know, like we're just following these breadcrumbs, which are your desires. And, you know, we're taught that our desires are a bad thing and that we're supposed to not have desires and we're supposed to, you know, move forward in this linear path and, you know, like, you're supposed to finish what you start and all of these things, right? And human design really taught me that our desires are our our truth. And it's it's kind of like the magnet that's leading us forward. And it's not always that we need to pay attention and and learn everything that we're supposed to learn about every, you know, everything that we're interested in. It's like you need to learn how to trust yourself that you've got what you came for and then it's time to move on, right? We're not always supposed to finish everything, you know? It's like me. Like I went to midwifery school. Like I'm a trained midwife. I could deliver babies. My first birth, I realized like, "Oh my gosh, this is so much responsibility. This is totally not what I'm here for." 
And I had to step away. And then I went on to, you know, learning more about medicine making. And I learned more about nutrition. And I learned more about, you know, energy work. And then I went to become a massage therapist. And I was a massage therapist for a while. And then I was like, okay, that's boring now. Like, what else do I want to do? I want to be an esthetician. I want to learn about skincare. I want to help people, you know, learn to heal their, their skin issues. And so then I was an esthetician. And then, you know, and then it just like went from there. And everything that I learned, all those little pieces and those little breadcrumbs that I was following all led me to who I am now and where I'm at now. Like I would never be here doing what I'm doing now if I hadn't gone to midwifery school and learned about, you know, the, the women's life cycle and our, our cycle that we go through, because that correlates so much with the moon. And that's when I started investigating about the moon, you know? So in like what, 1999, I think that was, I mean, and now here I am teaching about the moon. It's like, I wouldn't have even like learned any of that if I hadn't gone to midwifery school, even though I didn't do it to learn to how, you know, how to deliver babies. I got what I got from it. And it also taught me so much, you know? So it's like following the breadcrumbs is something that is really important for each of us to be on our individual path and not be conditioned by society as to what we're supposed to be doing. So, you know, we all have our different ways of listening to our intuition and our intuition talks to us in different ways. And so in human design, um, you know, we've got these different um, authorities and strategies and ways of following our, our body's messages that are like kind of leading us forward, right? And so knowing what your strategy is and how you can use that to make decisions properly for yourself is one of the most empowering things out there, I think. So, you know, even just going on, um, online and getting a free reading, you, you can get them online and just finding out what, you know, a little bit more about your strategy and your authority will help you so much because then you know, like what to listen to. Like for me, I'm not supposed to make snap decisions. I'm not supposed to like go, like if you ask me like, Hey, you want to go camping next weekend? I would be like, um, yeah. Cause that sounds fun. But then like by midweek, I might be like, I don't want to go camping. I don't even like camping. Like that sounds cold and like uncomfortable and like, Oh, I don't know. Like maybe I don't want to go. I have to go through because I'm my, um, I'm, I'm able to like go through my emotional waves and decide and spend the time that I need to really make a decision, you know, where other people, they can make snap decisions you know, and like their intuition is just like spot on, like right now their body tells them yes and no, you know, like some people feel it in their gut. Like, I don't have that response. Like I have to give myself time to figure out how I really feel about it. Right. And so knowing these things, like I thought I was supposed to be like this intuitive person that just like, you know, right away, I should know what I'm supposed to do. But when I really investigated and found that I needed to give myself time, then I was able to honor that and really follow the right breadcrumbs and not someone else's, you know, into my truth and, and into manifesting what's truly um, good for me, you know? Yes. Thank you. Thank you for being an example of giving yourself permission to be new again, right? Giving yourself permission to start something new and go on a journey. Like that's so inspiring to hear. And I love the fact that you, where you are now, right? Everything comes full circle. And you totally answered my question. I was going to ask you like, well, how do we hear our intuition? And I think that's such a good point that 
it isn't always an immediate response. Like I used to think that as well, like, oh, my intuition is going to tell me and I should know. And sometimes that doesn't happen like that. Like sometimes we do need time. So human design is absolutely incredible. So, so incredible. And so I was wondering what ends up happening when we start living our lives from a higher vibe place? So we're able to pay attention to our body's signals, right? We're able to hear them more clearly, right? Because, you know, survival mode isn't a bad thing. It's actually a healing state, just like grief. You know, it's, we're not meant to stay there forever, but it shows us that we're off path. You know, it shows us that something's just not right, right? And so we're able to kind of check in and, um, you know, really ask ourselves, like, what do I really want? You know, and like, what am I, what am I desiring? What, what is this? You know, so then when we're able to pay attention to our higher selves and we're able to listen to that <clears throat> and we come from, uh, you know, like from survival mode and we're able to check back in and reconnect with ourselves and stay in that high vibration, we're able to thrive. We're able to take action and we're able to pay attention to the synchronicities and the universe helping us. We're able to, you know, really step up and accept the, the gifts that are being handed to us. We're able to receive because when you're in survival mode, you can't even see far enough ahead of you to be able to sidestep something that's going to be in your path. You just keep getting tripped up over and over and over, right? But if you're being able to like rise above and and really pay attention to like what's coming up for you and and what, you know, like what the universe is bringing and what's showing up, you're able to pick and choose like, oh, yep, this works for me. Nope, this doesn't. And move out of the way for that, you know, obstacle. And you're able to to stay on path and you're able to um, really take your energy and apply it to the action steps that are going to lead you to manifesting what you want instead of just throwing your energy out there just like, you know, random and hoping that like, you know, it sticks somewhere, you know, it's like you're not able to to really, you know, move forward in a, a direct way. You're kind of just like diffused. And it's not, it's going to take longer. It's going to, you're going to start attracting things that you don't want. Right. And so being able to stay in thrive mode and being able to nurture yourself, you're going to be able to move forward faster and manifest things faster than you ever have before. And so what are some ways that we can get back into thrive mode? Because I know that for myself, I might wake up and I might feel great. And then halfway through my day, my thoughts might change or I might eat something that like just makes me feel a type of way or I might be triggered by something externally or around somebody. So what are some ways for to bring myself back into a higher vibe place? Okay, so NLP, which is neuro-linguistic programming, is really you're like rewiring your brain, right? And so you can basically create anchors for yourself, right? This is what NLP teaches us and how to get back into thrive mode. So an anchor is something that you can do that will remind you of your intentions. Okay. So, you know, it might be a certain song, you know, because I have a playlist of music that I play when I feel like crap that I need to be energized. And I know we all do. We call it our workout, you know, list or whatever, whatever that playlist is that gives you energy. 
listen to that, right? That's an anchor for you to bring you back to that high vibration. Maybe it's, you know, um, maybe it's a certain meditation that you do that, you know, every time you do it, you come out of it feeling amazing, right? So put on that, you know, that meditation and sit down and do it. Maybe it's a workout that you do that could bring you back to that high vibe, whatever it is that you can think of that is something that makes you happy or energized or feel good. That's an anchor that can bring you back to those intentions very quickly. And so that's something that you can do um, anytime you start to feel like you're slipping back into survival mode. Thank you. Those are so helpful. And what about when it comes to like clearing your energy or yeah, like your space? So there's different tools that you can use. And so creating a sacred space for yourself where you can go and feel safe and where it's, you have beautiful things around you because beautiful things around you instantly raises your vibration as well. And so having an altar or just a sacred space that you have where you have like maybe some crystals or, or things like that, that, you know, really um, help you to remember, you know, and, and, and bring yourself back is, is really important. Thank you. And, thank you. Go ahead. And then, and then clearing yourself and like being able to be in that space and using things like, you know, you can burn aromatic herbs that are shown to like clear the air. It's not just, you know, this airy fairy thing. And again, it's proven in science that, you know, burning sage helps to clear the air and it helps to, it's like, you know, antibacterial. It's like, it's really clearing and just physically clearing, not just energetically. And you can also imagine, especially for sensitive people who tend to pick up the energy of people around them, which I know a lot of you do, um, because we're so sensitive, we feel other people around us. And it's really important for you to take time for yourself. And I know that we're all givers. And, you know, it's really important for us to be there for the people in our lives. But we need to take ourselves seriously right now. And this is a time where, you know, you need to go within and, and clear the energy around us, especially the energy of the collective, because we're all feeling it right now. Even if you don't realize you are, we're all so sensitive that we're feeling, you know, the fear, the the anger, the grief, the, you know, the, the worry of the people around us. And so going within, in this sacred space that you have and being able to cut cords, cut the energetic cords to everything that's out there, anything that you're, uh, you know, attached to that is no longer serving you, um, you know, people that are pulling at your energy or, you know, just wanting things from you that you don't feel like energetically able to give. It's, it's good to like, just sit and, and cut those cords and bring all the pieces of yourself that you have out in the world back to yourself so that you feel whole again before you do anything else. And this waning moon time is such a good time for that. And so, you know, using things like a salt bath is really important. Um, you know, doing things like with uh, certain crystals that can help you to, to clear your energy. Um, quartz is amazing. I love selenite as well. Smoky quartz is another one that's really powerfully cleansing. So having those crystals around you is really important too as well. And also, you know, that self-care piece is huge. Filling up your cup and making sure that you're... <clears throat> And making sure that your energy is 
powerful and, and, you know, like full that you're full before you do anything for anyone else is probably the most important thing right now. Thank you for all of those tools. I love all of the ones that you explained. And so I know you have a course starting soon. Can you tell us more about it? Yes. So this is really exciting. I've been working on it for the last three years. Well, I've probably been working on it my whole life. Honestly, it feels like my life's work. I've combined everything that I feel passionate and, um, you know, like really excited about um, into one course. It's called Activated Consciousness. And it's basically designed to help sensitive people that are feeling called to do something big. And it's basically like get out of survival mode and get into thrive mode so that you can make this year the most amazing year possible. And so we go through all kinds of different things. Like we do hypnosis. We talk about human design. I introduce you to your higher self and your guides. You learn how to channel information. You learn what guides to listen to and what not to listen to. You know, like there's so many different aspects to, you know, being in thrive mode. And I basically show you how to stay there and how to get back to it if you slip back into survival mode. So you learn all about how to rewire your brain with NLP. And, you know, we go through all kinds of different things. And we also use the moon and we start, um, you know, setting intentions together and we go through a cycle together and you learn basically how to harness the moon's power for manifesting. So it's kind of, there's so many different aspects to it, but it's, it's a really powerful tool for people that are wanting to do something big, but don't really know what it is, right? And so it, it introduces you to your higher self, which is, I feel like the best guide, you know? And it, it shows you how to take the action steps that you need to take to become that higher self. Because that's what we're really all working towards, I think. And so being able to be that higher self allows you to take the actions that you need to take to create the life that you desire. So it's a 12-week program and there's a, an amazing community aspect to it where we all have a place where we can come and validate each other and discuss things that come up. It's like a Facebook group, but not Facebook, which is awesome. Um, it's all together on my website. And there's group calls where we do uh, hypnotherapy sessions together and we bring up, you know, some of the things that are going on. I do energy readings for people and it's just a really empowering space to be in uh, for people that are wanting to step up into this higher self. I love this. This is like the course I would have really wanted to have joined like three years ago when I was first starting all of this out, right? Like you're literally blending every single aspect that I personally would feel to be important in the sense of you know, finding purpose, if we do it all from our thinking mind, it's, we're in our thinking mind. We're not in our higher self. We're not connecting to our heart, right? So I love the fact of everything that you're bringing into this and what it's offering and literally like so amazing, so incredible. Thanks. And also, I also feel like it's really unique. You know, I don't, I feel like there's so many aspects that there's so many business coaches out there and people who are helping people find their purpose. But I think without the spirituality aspect or connecting to your higher self, I don't know. I think it falls flat. So this I, sounds I awesome. Agree. 
I agree because, you know, if you're not learning how to follow your desires or even how to have clarity on what you even want, like you're just throwing stuff out there and it's like, you're going to, that's what you're going to get back. And so when you can really step up and, and know what you want and, you know, and know how to get it, basically, I mean, the world is like your oyster. You can have whatever you desire. That's why we're here. We're here to, to get what we want, basically. Yeah. And it's so empowering. Like the work you do is empowering somebody. Like you're, you're helping somebody in a different way. It's not just like, oh, this is the business strategy and this is what you need to do and figure out your why and blah, blah, blah. It's like, learn how to hear your own voice. Like learn how to connect to your own self. Right. So cool. Thanks. Yeah. I feel like it's everything that I have gone through in my life. And I feel like I'm here to share it with the world. And this is my purpose is to help awaken people who are ready to like take that next step. So if I'm ready to take that next step, where could I find more information? So if you go to annhaman.com, it's right there for you. And all the information about what's in each, um, each module and what you learn and how you learn it, um, it's all in there. It, um, it's pretty educational too. So even if you're not going to sign up for the course and you just want to learn a little bit more about survival mode and thrive mode and some of the things that we talked about today, you can go on there and even just reading some of the information on there will help you to understand a little bit more of, of why you need to become your higher self and why you would want to. Because sometimes, you know, it's all this talk about higher self and, you know, purpose and soul driven this and that. It's like sometimes it can be confusing when you first start hearing about it. And I feel like I've really broken it down to be very simple and very understandable. So Awesome. I'll put that link in the description so you guys can find it easily. Was there anything else that you wanted to share with us today? So I feel like this next step that we're all about to take is really important. And I feel like I just want to validate your feelings of the, that you're here to do something big. And I know that it's scary and I know that it's not always an obvious like step forward, right? Sometimes it feels like you're, you're just making it up or, you know, like this is just your imagination, but I just want to validate you in that anything that you desire is meaningful and it's here for you and you can have it. This isn't just something that you're, you know, pulling out of nowhere. Your desires are a gift to you to, to show you of what you're capable of. So don't let anyone around you you know, muddle those thoughts or, or discourage you from, from anything that you feel really called to do. I want you to trust yourself and listen to your heart, you know, like don't always try to understand everything, understand the why of, you know, like why you feel called to do things, just trust the call to do the things and do them and, and, you know, and honor your body's wisdom. Don't, don't listen to other people tell you what their opinions are anymore. Now's the time for you to step up and really honor yourself and listen to your body and trust the information that it's giving you and move forward in your unique path. And, and don't get caught up in what other people think and what they want you to do. Because if you don't stand up and do what you're here to do, then the people that are going to be watching you and learning from you 
aren't going to have you there as a role model. And so it's really important. And I'm not trying to like put anything on anybody, but it's really important for us all to stand up and be our authentic selves right now. The call is so important and it's becoming louder and louder and you're not going to be able to ignore it much longer. So you might as well step up and take responsibility for your thoughts and your feelings and your actions and move forward and, and take, take it in confidence and, and really, really love your life and, and where you're coming from. So. Such a powerful reminder. Thank you for leaving us with that. If anybody wanted to connect with you further, where on social media can they find you? So I'm at Moonifest Daily on Instagram and I post pretty much daily when the moon um, shifts from one sign to another. I try to get on there and post the information that I'm channeling about, um, you know, what, what it's telling me. And so I just, I try to share that and it seems to resonate with a lot of people. And so um, I used to do it on my blog, but I feel like Instagram is such an easier place to do it now. Um, and so on there, you can click the link to on in my profile and find out more and uh, learn more and sign up for free things and all that. So Instagram is probably the place to find me um, on the daily. So awesome. I'll put that link in the description as well. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. This was so much fun. Thank you for having me. This has been so nice. I really, I love talking about this kind of stuff and it's like amazing to discuss it with people that are really interested because I feel like it's like, it's so powerful to, to share, so. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's podcast episode. I appreciate you. I appreciate you being here. I appreciate your time. And if there's anybody that you think would love this episode, please share it with them. And of course, go ahead and leave a review for this podcast. I hope you have a wonderful day and we'll talk soon. Bye.